What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another installment of Ask PJ Braun here at the Blackstone Labs headquarters. And we are so glad to be back in a normal room dedicated to specifically podcasting and bringing you guys the best podcast we possibly can. So comment down below and let us know how the audio is on this uh, episode. We've been tweaking it a little bit. We know we do read the comments from you guys and we see that, you know, sometimes one is a little bit louder than others. We also noticed, uh, you know, obviously we know when we did the podcast with four people, we didn't have four mics. We only had two. It was a little bit um, less than you know prime. So let us know how the audio sounds on this one, guys. And, um, you know, we're going to be bringing to you uh, your questions from that have accumulated since the last podcast that we did together. And, um, we are going to be setting up a special guest for next week, I believe. So, PJ, you have anything you want to banter about before we get into these questions? It's been a minute since we just did, like, pre-question banter bullshit. Because usually we were in such a rush to get in and out of here, we have a guest. I know. I We were supposed to have a guest today. <laughs> Truth. We were. But my guest... We were not blessed with the presence of the guest. Yes. We're going to actually bring my guest in on the phone. And then my guest... Uh, who confirmed doing the show just yesterday yep just yesterday just actually yesterday. said that she now does not have Skype which is a free app which is a free app yes so that's okay I don't have any more patience so we're gonna ask answer all your questions instead no issues there Um, I took two so I took not at the same time but I took a King Cobra at 6 a.m. And I took another one around noon, noon-ish. You might have been actually better off if you took both of them at the same time because I think that timing out, spacing it out, is yeah. really what hit you. I haven't taken them in a while. Uh, and then I drank. We have these super strong Kratoms that everybody that likes Kratom, if I gave you one of these, you'd, you'd want to buy like a case of them. Um and they're very stimulating and i just the combination together i we had to pause the beginning of the show because i had to throw up <laughs> <laughs> but i am ready to now answer your questions if people are watching this if i look like i threw up i did no you look, you look pretty good i feel good now i feel like um you know when you like uh <laughs> cleanse the soul you know when you like throw up and you get a little bit like cold after, oh yeah, like weird. Well, because you Clammy. sweat a little bit while you're throwing yeah. up, and then it dries. Yeah, I'm a little bit like that. And now. You're just like, Tew. yeah, like I gotta get get in a sauna or something, or take a real hot shower. That's always uh, always good for pro throw-up recovery. So yeah, I mean, anyone that has a sensitivity to stimulants the way that I do, you shouldn't be doing stupid stuff like that. You know what? Here's a great way to plug one of our products, by the way. Um, you know, everybody thinks I do that all the time anyway. So I stopped taking adrenal care because Sammy wanted it. And I gave it to him last week. He was like, hey, can I, do you have any adrenal care that I can have from you? And I was like, yeah, I have like a three quarters of, of a full bottle. So I gave him my own and I, I just didn't take it. I didn't, I didn't come in here and get more. And I'll tell you, man, from a week, a week and a half, I guess, of being off of it. It's so funny because I take it every day, twice a day. And being off it, I, I'm like, that stems are not hitting me the, the right way. They're really? not. That's why I took two fucking King Cobras today. No, I've my never language. taken adrenal care before, and I probably really should. If you, I'm telling you, because you don't want to stop taking stems, there's a lot of people that don't want to take stems. Yeah, I, I can't. So if you start taking it every day, your stems, they will hit you harder. Um, and that's what, that's what one of the Do reasons why. Do you think it has why, an effect on Kratom? 
I don't know, but I, I I'll tell you from now being off of it for about a week, my pre workouts and stuff aren't hitting me the same way. Uh, they're not hitting me as as good at all, and that's why I took two of those today. Also, I'll tell you this about adrenal care and a lot of other people. Oh, should we bring that on? Should I should I pause for a minute for that? Yeah, why not? Hold on a minute. We could leave it on the air. Is that illegal without him knowing? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Well, I'm going to call him right now, so we have to pause it. Just, I, just tell him. Be like, hey, yo, we got you on speakerphone. I mean, worst case scenario, we just cut it out. Yo. Hey, what's up, dude? No, it's all good. At least you called me back, unlike the other people over at Excel. Okay. So he will be back Tuesday, and then he's gonna button up the rest of the little stuff on the car and put it on the dyno. That's the plan. So hopefully this week it'll be spinning. It's coming week. Awesome. Good. I wanted to make sure I, I come in to watch when it gets on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going crazy. 100%. Yeah, hundred no, percent. We'll get this thing buttoned up. So that way that'll be gone. I want to run it and drive it. All right, cool. Yeah, that, I'll, I'll, I was gonna swing. I was gonna swing by when I left here today. I'm, I'm about to record my podcast. Yeah, man, whatever. You, you can come by. I'm here. So I'm here probably six thirty-seven. So whenever you come by. All right, cool, awesome. Sounds good, dude. I'll see you in a little bit. Later. Right. Well, you heard it here first. Or we'll, we'll probably talk about it online before this podcast goes out. But God, the the weight for this vehicle to be completed oh has God. been immense. It's fucking, it's been. And now over a year. I am definitely not going to get overly excited the first time you let me drive it and crash it. For sure not. Over a year. You know what? Uh, <laughs> remember that time when we were... Where were we going? We are going to the casino, I think. No, we were coming home. Or we were coming home from the casino. Yes. I do. As soon as you said, do you remember that time? You don't have to tell me. There's one time specifically in that car that I for sure did not like our both of our souls passed all the way through up to heaven's gate and they were like what the fuck are you doing here so and then stupid. got sucked back down into the car because we lived that was in the old <laughs> alcohol abuse days making it even worse we fucking lived i remember after it happened we came too slow and you just turned and looked at me and goes we gotta calm down <laughs> i was like dude i was hitting the brakes on my side it just wasn't slowing us down at all i don't know why <laughs> we gotta calm down we were like going on the uh the on-ramp right no i don't know what what happened was you accidentally took the wrong exit oh that's what it and was. instead of waiting for the light to turn green yes, like a normal person you just shot straight back onto 95 <laughs> and there was a minivan that was coming to the left of us that we narrowly missed by a fraction of a cunt hair you can do anything in that car That's you the can literally do anything we were sideways in it and somehow <laughs> it's sideways at like 80 and somehow you still straightened us out and then was like we gotta call him <laughs> yeah sir uh, I would say that we do got to calm down. That being, woke me the fuck up. Being that up, this though. is the first time we've ever hung out together. <laughs> <laughs> what a hilarious time. Dude, I will never forget that night in my life. There was a lot of shenanigans that ensued that night. Yeah, I watched you throw down that super fucking insanely baller ass tip on our tab, and I was like, this guy is a gazillionaire. That tip <laughs> got me in some shit. So I, I was already, for the record, by the way, so was Celeste moved out or no? 
No. No, but we're get, we're going that It was that really way. close. Yeah, we're going that route. Yeah. So, she was definitely already banging dudes. Yeah, she was definitely already banging dudes, and she was spending money like it was fucking going out of style. And I leave this great tip for uh, Scallywagger that's not with around here anyway. To somebody anymore. who did not deserve it. Did not deserve it, but at all. I felt bad because she was like a single mom and everything. And, you know, I was like, you know what? This is how she makes her loot. I'm going to give her a tip that's like five times what the fucking check is. And... Like, by the time we got home, Celeste was already like, why'd you leave that fucking tip? So she, like, looked at the fucking bank card or some shit, which is super weird since it was my fucking bank anyway. Um, and, like, was, like, freaking out over it. Yep. That's how that went. Those, dude, like, it's so funny, too, because I was talking about this with Corey today. Um, I had sent him a picture of me and him at the <clears throat> the Christmas party. <clears throat> that you had that year for everybody and it was a picture of me and him we we ended up dressing exactly the same as each other without (laughs) trying to and you know it just made me think like in in that era like you and i both hated everything that was going on and like i gotta say and like everything that's going on right now like isn't you know ideal no but dude it's so much better better than it was and on top of it like you know all that shit's already behind you, so now this one's just the last one we got to clear out of the way. Girl drama is the is the the shittiest. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I would rather go to jail versus have to deal with what I did in 2016 again. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to deal with that either. Just throw me in jail. Yeah. I don't even care. <laughs> It'd be awesome if if uh, we could put both of those people in a room for a while and just like in a, in a jail. Yeah, like not even like <laughs> not even hurt them in any way. Just leave them in there for a while and just not let them out. Well, you know, just back at you're still in there. They're both thieves, so yep, can't steal for, steal from anyone in there. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like with my situation right now, like everyone's like, oh, you know, you're doing so awesome and this and that. I'm like, yeah, I definitely am. But what's sucky about it is, so like, I don't consider myself being like over the hurdle. You know what I mean? Yeah. At all. Yeah, I know. So where I am is like I'm at like the very top of the hurdle, and I'm like looking over it. And my feet are dangling on the other side. So, like, I could just flip right over. But I've been hanging out at that top spot for a while. I see everything on the bottom. And I see all the shit behind me. And I'm like, oof, not going back down there. <laughs> but I've been hanging out in this fucking spot for so long. All I have to do is just sell my goddamn house. And I'll start falling down uh, the right way. Um, but it's well, a super you, annoying spot. Now you've in. got fucking Ice T's realtor. I know. I have Ice T's realtor. So let's talk about that for a minute. That's insane. So I fired the second realtor very deservingly on her part. Um, she was happy when I fired her. She was like, thank you, basically, because she did not like me at all. <laughs> not in the slightest. Um, and I couldn't charm her. To the listeners out there, I'm pretty good at charming the ladies and I could not charm her. I couldn't get her to like me. So then I was like, Marissa, make her like you. <laughs> she even did her fucking hair, gave her a deal. It didn't work. She did not like us. She did not want to sell her house. Damn. So I fired her and uh, the new guy. So the new guy. So in the way it works when you are selling your house, actually, I'm curious if this works for like regular houses and whatnot. Like people out there that are listening, when you were selling your house and you list, listed your house, did like a million people call you? 
Is that normal? That's normal, yeah. Okay, because like my phone nonstop. You know how Sammy doesn't stop calling people? Mm -hmm. That's just their job. Okay. Um, And it was just nonstop. Like, yes, I hired a realtor. The sign will be up tomorrow, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So um, I actually hired somebody else. And and every one of them is like, when you call them and tell them I already hired a realtor, they're like, no, 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 no. You can fire that guy right now if you want want to take me because you want to take me. Which is what happened with this guy. And I was like, this dude's aggressive as fuck. You know, like he's like, doesn't matter that you hired somebody else. You should really let me come over there and get eyes on it. This and that. And I was like, fine, fuck it. This guy's so aggressive. Right. But he was like, if you don't want to take my word for it. There you go. He was like, take iced teas. And then he sent me a fucking clip. Excuse my language of iced tea telling me to hire this guy because he's the business was what iced tea said on the set of uh, Law and Order. And uh, I was like, man, you know what? I don't really care about anything else that he has to say. That right there, I'm hiring him on the spot. Yep. On the spot. I mean, Ice-T said his name in the video and everything. Yeah. That's like, you know, it's legit. It's not like he just copy and pasted that off Google somewhere. That's like I can actually give uh, <laughs> I can actually give that video to Eric if he wants to add it in. He should. Because like, it's he, amazing. He said Chris is the business. That's my favorite part. Yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> you got Ice-T co-signing for you. That's what he said. I really hope that he sells your house because if he doesn't, I mean, that's going to be terrible. Um, I feel good about it. I feel good Me about too. It. Me too. Because, I mean, Ice-T makes you feel good. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> he, there's something about Ice-T that, that, that absolutely makes you feel good. You just good. feel like that is going to get the fucking business you need <laughs> taken care of, taken care of. You know? Uh, all right. Well, since all these questions, so we can go look at my car. All right. Let's do that. <clears throat> Sounds good. Oh, we're going to start it off with a long one. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> this one says, hey, PJ, I'm a new customer. Although I've been curious about Blackstone Labs products for a while now, I'm currently binge watching all of the podcast videos on YouTube in order to get caught up on everything. Here's a little background on myself. I'm 40 year old male. I'm 6'2", 280 pounds at 24% body fat. Based on the Army standards, I've worked out off and on since I was 25. I've never been a hard gainer. I've attached my initial before pictures for reference. I'm currently deployed to Poland and I'm looking to take advantage of my time here to transform myself and get into a much bigger and leaner condition. I've recently purchased the elite DHEA stack minus the PCT five and plan to get plan on running the entire stack for 12 weeks. I also have eradicate gear support, arson Trojan horse and Mayo stack with dust x hype glycolog and juiced up on the way guess you can say i've jumped all in i'm 14 days into cycle at the time of this email 19th of april 2019 my questions are should i stick to the recommended dosages as i have so far or should i look at doubling up on any or all of the products is there a specific regiment that you'd recommend for pct after week 12 i've never had my blood work done but i will definitely look into it once i get back in the states i greatly appreciate any advice you have and then he sent some pictures i think me and him have, have spoken actually because the 280 and the uh deployed there's another guy that it, it, it can't possibly be another guy that's 280 and deployed yeah i know he is um so the way that I always answer that one, as far as the dosing on the DHEAs, is it just comes down to finances. So it's like, if finances and willingness to shut down your system. Yeah, I mean, like, That's but it. It, it's like if you could, if your doctor was like, listen, if you want to pay extra, I'll give you two cc's of testosterone a week. A lot of people are going to be like, yes. Um, and then there's a, a good amount of people that will be like, ah, oh, this is the most that I can squeeze out. If I can get good results with this, then I'm going to stay with that. And the doctors are like, yeah, you will. So you're going to get good results doing it that way. If you don't care about the financial side of it, 
then yeah, double it up because you know the results when it comes to orals like that. Obviously, there's a, a point where it's 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 shut down and you're not going to get any more good. Um, but you can definitely double. Honestly, like there's people that triple the doses of these things. Josh does. Um, we designed it to be the the lowest, most effective dose. When it comes to hormone manipulation, that's the best way to do it. Like you don't want to put something out that's like this is the strongest amount that you could possibly take it's right on the line of death yeah because then all you guys are going to be like sweet let's try what double of that does let's take two and then bad shit's gonna happen You're like, so no it's just like with with pre-workouts guys even if you make the strongest one there's people that are still gonna double it you know no it's not what. good to do that, but there's people that are. So you don't want to make a fucking super weak one because then you're going to double it and it's still not going to be good. Right. Um, but our stuff is going to get you good results at the dosing that it's at. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with doubling it up. It just comes down to finances there. And then at the end of the 12 weeks, you're going to need a little bit more than just PCD5. I would get Apex Mail also. And stack those bad boys together. Stack them together. Honestly, people always ask me how long they need to be off for. It's just a matter of like what you want to do. You could stay on pro hormones for the rest of your life. You just got to know you better be on those pro hormones for the rest of your life. It's like a personal. It's really a personal thing with the PCT because mm-hmm. it. First off, it doesn't matter how long you were on for and it doesn't matter how much you took it really all comes down to how you feel because if somebody said oh well i took quadruple the dose of chosen one in brutal force for 40 weeks but then i only took pct for 12 weeks so i felt really good i felt good Mm -hmm. i mean you're gonna tell that dude like no you didn't yeah i mean i i know people that did one cycle and then their shit they didn't pct right and they felt shitty for six months yeah and then I know, I know, like, some of my idiot friends that, like, don't do any PCT and they think they're fine for a while. You're like, no, you have gyno. Yeah. It, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> it's just water. Different. The deal is that you should take PCT. And when people are like, I feel like shit, it's usually because they're not taking PCT. And sometimes people take PCT and they still don't feel good. And that you're somebody that probably needs more when that happens to you. I, I've done PCT, like, comprehensive before where I'm taking HCG, Clomid, and everything, and I'm still feeling shitty. You know, it's just everyone, everyone's different. Then I've had some that weren't as bad as other times, you know, and, and, um, certain things like Clomid, for instance, will make you feel really tired, but the way that you're feeling when you're on everything is going to be a lot different when you stop. So you got to think about that, what your plan is for after that. I usually tell people like, look, if you're into this lifestyle, you know, you can do your PCT for four weeks if you want, and then just get right back into it again. You know, the main reason that you at that point are doing PCT is to just keep producing your own semens back again because it's it's not plural by the way it's semen is, is there's no s um <laughs> semens are the kind on a boat <laughs> because if you want to have children that's why you really want to think about that if you don't then hey keep your shit shut down you know like it is what it is um i know that if i am ready to have kids i'm gonna have to do some serious pct and some some pregnancy protocols um but a lot of people don't give a shit about that. You can keep yourself shut down for as long as you want. That's the main thing. That's the main reason why they tell you to PCT and to do these things. It's all about the testic- testicular atrophy and the shutdown. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess a good way to put it is it's it's called PCT, but that stands for post-cycle therapy. So if you got injured in a car accident and you went to therapy mm-hmm. for your injury, 
you would only go to therapy for your injury until you no longer needed that therapy until you felt better. So it doesn't make any sense to do it less than that. And it doesn't make any sense to do it more than that Mm -hmm. unless you just plan on not coming off at all. In which case you're not going to need the therapeutic part because you're just going to be blasting straight through. So it's really just depends on what you're trying to do. All right. Next one. Another long one says, Hey, PJ and Josh, it's Chris, the MF Ox again. Oh yeah. Or you can just call me Chris on one note. I wasn't trying to dog the other guy, Chris Heron, I guess his name, (laughs) you just tell a difference between him and Josh. I have no disrespect to anybody at Blackstone labs and I have no reason to, I love Blackstone labs just so you know, but my question is this time is about dieting. Actually, I need some help. Maybe I've tried three different ways of dieting. I've tried intermittent fasting. Issue with that is I felt like complete dog crap when I was on it and had no energy, no focus. I was always dragging ass and just didn't like it. I've tried keto, which for the most part is all right. I mean, the carb thing kind of sucks, but I can kind of deal with it for the most part. My issue with keto is during the week at work is fine. I usually eat four to five meals a day, and during the week I ate three meals at work. No problem. It's the weekends. I fall off the wagon and eat carbs. I've tried and tried and tried. I don't know. Maybe I just don't have the willpower. Maybe I don't have the dedication. I mean, I want to try, but I tend to fall off. I've tried calorie deficit. That my issue is I'm so used to eating multiple mini meals that when I tried to cut under the calories I normally eat. I'm just hungry by the end of the day because I have to cut out quite a bit of food. I end up falling off the wagon at night when I get home and get before I go to bed. I have, I'm trying to lose weight and put on muscle same time, but the way things biggest part, I have no problem going to the gym, working out. I have no problem putting in some cardio. It's just dieting. I have most of my issues. I keep trying, keep trying and I'll do good for a little bit maybe even close to three weeks. And then I end up falling off the wagon because I don't know. I just see something. It's late nine o'clock. I'm sitting at home. I just got off work, just got done working out and I eat it. My wife tries to help me, but there's some stuff she just can't take out of the house because her and my daughter need it. Any advice would be grateful. And again, thank you for everything you guys do and all the advice for your answer for me and help me out on greatly appreciate it. Sorry, this is so long. So what's the main thing he's asking about? Basically, dieting dieting he can't he doesn't want to take the the treats out of the house i get it but he doesn't want to cheat um i mean it's tough when you have kids i know i actually uh coached this girl whose husband locked the food up with a lock an actual lock yeah like in a gun in a gun safe yeah yeah he put all the cheat the, the treats in it uh for like the kids and himself and she said that she was sleep eating it just hilarious um and i mean like if you can't practice like the willpower so i mean i think that the easiest thing the other can, thing is just sorry to the kids and everybody like you just you can't gotta get it. it out of the house you can't eat i it. mean dude like or tell them to keep it in their bedroom my mom didn't even let me have cake until like after my second birthday because she was like anti-sugar and everything else and they were like give him some goddamn birthday cake you know she was like no he'll eat carrots tell them to hide the snacks from you yeah 
the best uh, thing I can tell you about the willpower is most people don't have the willpower. That's yeah. why they don't buy it. Yep. So then they they don't have to have the willpower. They just don't have the ability to eat it. Mm -hmm. But if you if it's in your house and you know where it's at, the best thing I can tell you is if you just don't take the first bite, you want it less. Because as soon as you have that first bite, there's no way you're not going to eat the rest yeah. of it. There's no way. When I was uh, dieting, I never even thought about buying any of that stuff. And I have really strong willpower, so I wouldn't have ate it anyway. But I just only bought the same shit that I was eating on my diet. And now, like if I buy stuff like that, I know it'll get, I'll eat it. So I don't even bother buying it. Now, sometimes I do. And I just know that it's going to be gone like fairly fast. Like sometimes I'll be at, um, Sometimes I'll be at Publix and I'll just randomly buy like an extra thing of like cashews or something. And I'll eat all that shit. I'll just keep taking handfuls of it and it'll be gone in like one day. And uh, I'm like, oh, cashews is the healthiest snack. But like if you eat a pound of it in a one day, like you didn't need to do that, you know? So like I, I, I pretty much like always have the same basic ass shit in my house. Like sometimes I'll just be in the mood for something. And if I eat it, it's going to get, it's going to go. So, you know, I, I, I don't mind having like extra chicken breast <laughs> in the house, you know? Uh, and then the biggest thing for me is what helps me a lot. You got to think about what kind of plan you're on. If I know I'm not going to bust out of my intermittent fast, I know it. In fact, I almost ate some of those cashews today. I really did. On my way here, I was like, oh, these fucking cashews are still here. They're good. They're like the sweet and spicy ones. They're awesome. And uh, I didn't do it because I was like, you know what? Eat them at six because it's not as bad because I'm eating in the time where I'm supposed to eat and it's not going to screw me up as much. If you have here, here, let me tell you guys a little fucking trick. If, if you have like shitty willpower when it comes to eating off your plan, intermittent fast because you can honestly, for the most part, eat whatever you want. You really can. Like everybody that I've talked to that, that they're not doing it as like strict as me, but like orangutan and Christina, like she lost 30 pounds. He lost like 60 pounds. And she straight up said, she was like, we don't eat anything healthy. She's like, but we just eat in that period, you know? Yep. So, and so that's something to be th thinking about on that also. Another thing is if you can't do it yourself with the willpower is get yourself some good friends because, uh, me and PJ used to crush mac and cheese together yep. like daily, you know, a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. And then he started doing the intermittent fasting thing. And for like probably a month, I was like, yo, you want to eat some mac and cheese? And he was like, no, nah, I can't eat until six. And he, he like had that disappointed, like, no, nah, I can't eat until six, like three or four times. And then I remember, nah, he can't eat until six. So if I'm going to get some food after six, I know he probably wants some. He's probably been eating, not eating nothing all day. So if you, you know, can get yourself a good support system is what I'm saying. Get somebody else. Yep that you go to the gym with or that's around you a lot that's on the same track as you for your goals. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I know I'm not going to go and just show up at his house at 4 o'clock with a bowl of mac and cheese because I know he can't eat it for two hours. Now, if it's past 6 and I just show up with a bowl of mac and cheese, he'll probably love that. So get a good support system, dude. Um, Like, I guess it takes a lot of uh, willpower, right, to only eat at that time but you know like i just know like hey that's what i'm gonna eat and it, it, i can eat what i want so it's like worth it to me you yep. know yeah it's much different if you're on a contest prep plan because you can only eat those things at those times you know what i mean so when you're cheating you're really fucking cheating if you're on an intermittent fast you're only cheating if you eat outside of those times you're only fucking yourself up if you eat outside those times it doesn't have to be yeah as precise so you could either not eat what you want all day 
and then at the end of the day still not eat what you want mm-hmm. or you could just not eat anything all day long and then eat whatever you want after six yep it's pretty easy <laughs> um all right next one is from our boy mike peskin his question is why won't josh be my friend okay that's not my question <laughs> I was like, the way you paused, I was like, he really put that in there? He did. That's awesome. <laughs> Said, I've noticed several of the products have recently changed colors. Halo went from dark green to light green. Recomp went from yellow to brown. And Gear Sport went from red to brown. What was the reason for the change? There is no real reason. It's just different. The things they spray on the pills are not always like... It's like when you paint your house... And you're like, oh, the walls are white. I'm just going to buy white paint. And then it looks different because there's like 19 kinds of white. It's all it is. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I want green pills. Like, there's a fucking specific number and this and that that go to it. And it just changes the colors. That's that's really all it is. There's no, like, special reason to it. While we're on this topic, though, uh, did see something in the call center about uh, somebody had bought a bottle of Methiquad from us and somebody bought a bottle of Methiquad from eBay and the label was clearly counterfeited and the pills were clearly counterfeited. Yeah, don't buy things on eBay, guys. It's, they're, like, they're, it's, it's all bullshit over dude, there. Dude, we, you know, maybe we just wanted to change something up to keep the people on eBay on their toes because then when you know, oh, I just bought a bottle of Recomp and usually it's yellow, but this one's brown and then you see on the website or on Instagram that everybody else that buys stuff regularly is brown and then the dude on eBay has the yellow one or maybe a totally different colored one. Well, that kind of helps you out. You know, keeps you updated to what we're actually putting out versus somebody that just knows what our label looks like for the last yeah. year and they can co- copy the label. Guys, there's a chance that you may see us on Amazon and I'll let you know, but it, we're not right now, but there's a chance that, you, that, that it may go that way. But I will tell you, you're 100% not going to see us on eBay. And if if we are, then it's not fucking authorized. Uh, excuse my language. And there's a, it's highly likely that it's fake. There's there's fake stuff on there. We've already seen it and ordered it. All right, um, Mike, just to uh, show you, I just, just followed you on the gram. And uh, you were sitting in my uh, message requests, which get overflooded. So I'm going to go ahead and shoot you a DM right now, brother. We are definitely friends. <laughs> Hi Mike. Me and Mike are definitely friends, so all right. <clears throat> Next one says hi pj i'm a big fan of blackstone labs and enjoy listening to your show i'm currently taking glycolog with my higher carb meals and my post-workout high carb drink excellent product and highly recommended try the new flavors okay. i just picked up some metformin and would like to pick your brain by asking the following questions what are your thoughts on taking metformin for muscle growth and lean tissue growth recommendations on ideal dosage and optimal timing of the drug there's two more. Do you want to answer and then keep going? Honestly, don't think you should take metformin. Uh, I'd rather just, if you're a diabetic, then use your metformin. You know what I mean? But if you want to just go balls out and just get big muscles from insulin, then just use Humalog or Novolog. I don't think that you should be using something that's going to partition your, 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 your stuff the way that metformin is. Like You should just use straight up fucking uh, blast of insulin, period. Shoot it in there. Don't worry about the rest. I, I I don't like when people start getting really like into using like different medications and whatnot, you know, and like, okay, some people might be like, what an asshole thing to say is telling you to not use metformin, but to use, you know, Humalog instead. Now, I'll never tell you to use Humalinar. Um, but if you want to, if you're going to use metformin, then you should just use Glycolog. 
you know? Well, that's one of his next questions is, do you advise combining glycolog and metformin together for a greater effect or more ideal to be taken separately? Separately. And I have diabetics that tell me they're using less metformin now because of glycolog. So put it like that, dude. Put Boom. it like that. You got guys that are, that are now taking less metformin because of the glycolog. That's pretty awesome. That just shows me if they could, they'd probably only use glycolog. Mic drop. <laughs> All right. Next one says... I would like to remain anonymous, please. Already, I just wanted to always put that in the front, guys, because we have accidentally <laughs> always. And also, if you want to remain anonymous, another great way to do that is just not putting your name in there. Yeah, because I don't know who it is. I'm not going to read your email, like your your name there, especially if you didn't put your name in the beginning and then you put. I would like to remain anonymous. <laughs> Those are the best ways to have me not just blurt your name out like a big old meathead. Mm-hmm. All right. Says, I would just like to tell you about my experience with your product. Let me start the story out with, I did not lose my virginity until I was 16 years old, which also happens to be the year that I got my menstrual for the first time. I know, late, right? I was never promiscuous. How old? Uh, 16 when Uh. she lost her virginity. And that's the same year she got her menstrual for the first time. Hmm. Okay. I was never promiscuous and had any sex... And had any actual sexual experience, I was always with a boyfriend that I had dated for a year or years. However, I was always extremely sexual. I could never keep my hands off of whoever it was I was dating at the time. Of course, as we age, the things changed. Sex drive. Lots of things changed as I went through what went as I went through what I went through 20 years ago with depression, etc. Then fast forward to kids and bodybuilding and dieting and shows. Don't get me wrong. I definitely feel like as a married woman with kids, we are way more sexually active than most in our same situation. The reason for this email is because I have really, I really have got to give love to entice. I started using it daily originally in the morning and then I moved it to right after my workout closer to midday activities, if you know what I mean. Again, please don't get me wrong. We do have great, in the Tony the Tiger voice, sexy time, but damn, the other day we both used it. I just recently got the ones for men and wow, still feel like my old 16 year old self again. I have always been unbelievably attracted to my hot ass husband which is actually his name in my phone for when he calls me. But again, I feel just a little extra something inside. I just wanted to say thanks. And thank you again for PJ that you do for us with the cardio Q&A and this podcast and everything. Marissa mentioned you in her post the other day after the beat PJ. P.S. Love her. Josh, you are freaking hysterical and I laugh out loud multiple times during this podcast and occasionally pee my pants a little. Shh, don't say my name. Ha. Uh, I have a feeling I know who that is. Um, so, listen... By the way, this person, I'm pretty sure I, I know who, who they are. Do we and, have two bottles of Entice here? Uh, yes. Let's snag a male and a female. Yeah, take them. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they will absolutely work even better if you're over 40. 100%. Just because the hormone changes. You got to grease the wheels. Yeah, that's right. So, um, but everyone, like OG Fit, who's our boy, right? He loves Blackstone Labs. He said the, that his favorite product that we ever put out was the woman's entice for how good it, it's affected his partner in crime, his now fiance. And I mean, that's pretty awesome because he loves our products. So 
if if the if the woman's entice is that good that somebody that uses all box and a lot of stuff has said it's been that positive, I, I really see no reason why everybody shouldn't be taking that. Like ladies, don't think of it as like, oh, you only take this for sex. I wish I didn't even market that way. That was my fuck up. We all make mistakes that sometimes. Could you imagine if you just marketed it as like a multivitamin, like a daily multivitamin? It's essentially what it is. And all of a sudden, all these girls were like, my pussy's so wet. <laughs> Why is my fucking pussy so wet all day? I don't understand it, but I fucking love these multivitamins. They're amazing. <laughs> my husband loves them too. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, uh, I like actually like listened to like Sammy like pitching this product to girls and saying that it makes your pussy wet to girls. Which I've always found to be fucking hilarious. No, I've literally because I don't say it like heard that. him say that to like a forty year old woman. I've heard him say it to like a younger sounding woman. I've heard him say this literally makes your pussy wetter to multiple different women over the phone who he's never met in his life that he <laughs> literally maybe is like the second or third call and i'm like hey don't pitch it like that and he says he's like, why it, they bought it It makes them buy it when he does that he's like i told him that pussy's gonna get in a much different world now they bought it i might just try walking around Publix and pitching it like that and see if it'll work the same way I keep hitting this thing i'm sorry yeah what if you just walk up to him and you're just like hey do you want me to make your pussy wet i got the pills right, just try this <laughs> just try this Take my number. Tell me if it works. You know the uh, commercial that we shot in Vegas when I like put all the Halo Elite in everybody's hand and then we all trained hard. It was like the we cut it for a Halo um, Elite commercial and it was like basically everybody that's part of Blackstone like all trained in the gym. I did it with guys and girls. Um, it would be hilarious if we did an entice commercial like that with like just me with like a bunch of different girls like me putting the pills in their hand and then the next was like them all like with wet pussies being just sexual. straight puddles underneath them. <laughs> That's definitely what we should do. <laughs> all right, yeah, we do have we we have entice here. You can definitely take some out, use awesome. it. I'm gonna try that tonight. All right, next one says, what's up, guys? First and foremost, hell yeah, Josh. Glad to hear that you like Little Wayne as much as I do. Secondly, I have a question about my workout split. If I'm training six days a week, hitting each body part twice, how many sets per body part would you recommend? Or is what I have too much? I have a bit of, I have a habit of overtraining. Below is the split. Thanks, guys. Legion loyal forever, Kyle. Let me hear a split. Chest, try, shoulders, day one. Mm -hmm. Back, by day two. Legs, three, repeat. No off days? Training six days a week. So one. So day. that's probably chest, try, shoulders, first day, back by second day, legs third day, then back to chest, try, shoulders. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. It's definitely a lot. If you're eating like crazy and you're taking good subs, then you can get away with it, especially when you're young. But as you get older, you're just going to be beating up your tendons more and more like that. So what I, in my perfect world, what I do is I go – Monday, Tuesday, rest Wednesday, and those are my two hardest days. And then I go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, rest Sunday. That's my perfect world. So two on, one off. But I'm only doing one body part a day. So when I get into phases where I do like multiple body parts in a day, I don't do nearly as much for each body part, and I try to get those rest days in the right way. When you're young, though, I, I, I will tell you when you're young, you can get away with a lot more, and you'll actually even get results. Uh, but when you read stuff like Ronnie Coleman training like that and stuff, there's no comparison to what everybody else can do versus somebody like that. There's just different genetics. All right. <clears throat> Next one says, first off, thanks for the opportunity co to connect with you. My question is around pro-hormone dosage and duration. Take your stack of chosen one, brutal force, and abnormal. 
What's your thought process on extending the cycle for up to 12 weeks and increasing the dosage by 50%, three pills a day versus two? Would appreciate knowing how effective this could be as well as any tips you would have ensuring the cycles hit their fullest potential. Thank you, Matt W. Like George W. But um, it's Matt W. Wait, say that again? He just wants to know uh, your thought process on extending the cycle yeah. of Chosen One Brutal Force. I mean, Matt we Marvel. always talk about that on here and you can. You can you can honestly uh, like you could truly if you don't care about the PCT you could just stay on it forever. There's not really anything bad that's going to happen to you. You're just suppressing yourself permanently. So that's just something that you have to understand. However long you're going to stay on it, it just means that you're going to need that much more PCT and there's that much more suppression that's occurring. But I I don't believe that I don't believe in permanent suppression. I just don't because I know guys that have juiced for five years and then come out and gotten their girl's pregnant. So that's just something that I, I want you to think about, you know, so. Or got their girls pregnant while they were doing While they were on, years. yeah. So if you like how you feel on it and you're getting good results, there's no toxicity. You're not screwing up your blood work. You're not screwing up your blood anyway. I mean, go for it. All right. Next one. And if you're just going to increase it, if you're going to increase it, don't do 50%, do double. Yeah, that's also a good point. Uh, all right. Next one says, love the podcast. Hoping this one gets in there. Could things like supplements or even pro hormones ever be vaporized and inhaled to be administered? Seems like it would make them more effective since they wouldn't be processed by the liver. Is there a reason this could never be done? On a side note, I don't not, nor have I ever vaped, but I'm interested in the possibilities of this use as a delivery system for a lot of different things. Mike. Yeah, they have some already. Uh, they have. Yo, you get me a fucking D-ball pen and I'm buying a million. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's there's no one that's there's it, there's only a, a few people that have balls to do hormones anyway. But there's vape B12 and there's vape like I've seen like um, actually Paul had a bunch of uh, yeah, inhalable the, the B12 ones and shit. But like, yo, like give me like an inhalable fucking trend. I don't know. I, I, I think that that. Uh, You'll probably see stuff like that down the road. I really hope that um, I'm still able because they have weights. sublingual stuff now. You know what I mean? You have the like the like the 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 test trokes. Tubo trokes. Those are fucking awesome. But still, like, dude, I mean, all right. Do you think that trend trokies exist? Probably not. I mean, there's just got to be somebody that wants to fuck with that. You I know? feel like the like whatever the manufacturer is for those trokies, like that's got to be a lot of money to have a facility to be able to produce a product. I'm like sure. That. I mean, I don't know what goes into the the science behind it, but there you know, the sublingual delivery is a highly efficient delivery. So there's you know, it's like the people that are making like CBD extracts that you put under your tongue, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could take it in a pill, but it's going to get all burnt up in your stomach acid, so Boom, get it right under your tongue. That's 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 an optimal delivery. You know, inhaling is a great delivery as well. There's just as the future, you know, gets more and more, I guess fucking transdermal trend patch. <laughs> I I mean, I, I guess like if you think about things that we watched like in movies when we were in the nineties that depicted the future and we're like, Whoa, that's never gonna happen and now it's happening right now, you know what I mean? Like who knows what they're going to have, have in the future. I wouldn't say that it's, it should be ruled out. I mean, you might have this stuff in five years. I just think there's far less manufacturing capability to do that stuff right now. And everybody can make pills and powders and they've been doing shots for years when it comes to the hormone stuff. So it's just a matter of, I guess, synthesizing it in a way that that, that delivery works. I don't know. But the other day I watched fucking 
Elon Musk and SpaceX launch a goddamn rocket ship into space yeah. and then reland this shit on a boat. Yep. So I like we're there. Yeah. There's nothing else is like we're we're at the brink right now with technology that it's just like shit's about to start getting real fucking scary, y'all. Anything you ever thought of, it's like it's here. It's it's about to be patented and used against you for sure. Yep. Uh, All right. Next one says, PJ, good morning. I'm a 45-year-old insulin-dependent diabetic and have started the keto diet, my version at least. I have drastically reduced my carb intake and I'm trying to eat healthier. Looking for advice on what supplements I should be taking and any food suggestions you can give me for a keto diet. Thanks for your time and all that you do for your fans and supporters. Have a great day. Rob Serrano. Oh, awesome. Um, thank you. So keto, best foods on keto. Keep pulling my fucking charger out. Ah, excuse my language. Um, well, if you want to get, if you're doing keto from a bodybuilding perspective, you want to pick your proteins wisely. So whole eggs, red meat, salmon, that's good fatty sources of protein, which are great. So I used to do, I used to like to alternate like my meals and shakes when I was doing keto because I really love peanut butter. So like to me, how many times do I want to eat like fucking salmon or, you know, nuts and shit. But if you give me a shake that I can friggin' put a couple of tablespoons of peanut butter in, blend that shit up with some almond milk and have like a milkshake out of it, then give me those all day. So I used to, I used to alternate the way that I had my breakdown, my first meal was whole eggs. And then my third meal was, um, I used to always do, um, eight ounces of chicken and like a third of a cup of cashews. I love cashews, but you could do almond, almonds, walnuts, macadamia nuts, whatever. And sometimes I would do chicken in a salad with like avocado or extra virgin olive oil. Um, but most of the time I'd rather have those nuts. And then I would also do a meal that was most of the time steak, like eight ounces of red meat, filet mignon, ribeye, whatever. Um, sometimes I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to be a pussy and not have steak today. I'll have some salmon. Because uh, I do like salmon a lot too, but I'd much rather have red meat. Uh, and then in between, I would always just have my whey and my peanut butter. I fucking love peanut butter. Can't go wrong with that one. But, you know, out of the stuff that I gave you, you could mix that stuff up any time, any way really that you want as long as you're hitting your macro requirements. You just have to remember that a ketogenic diet, people always do keto wrong. You know, e either they're like, oh, I'm doing you know, keto on Tuesdays and Fridays, which means you're just not eating carbs those days. Um, or I'm doing low carb keto, which is also wrong to, to do it the right way. Guys, you're eating 65, 70% fats and the rest is protein and the carbs are like negligible. You know, it's like the little bit of bullshit that you get in your nuts or like your broccoli. Um, so if you're not doing it like that, you're doing it the wrong way. I got a lot of people that are like, yeah, I'm on keto and I'm eating 400 grams of protein and like 40 grams of fat. I'm like, you're not, you're not doing it. You're just eating low carb. That's completely different. Somebody wrote me the other day, one of our loyal Legion guys. And he was like, I don't feel like I'm dropping enough in my keto plan. And he's also in intermittent fasting. And he was like, my fats are around 45 grams right now. Do you think I should go lower? And I was like, 45 grams. I'm like, dude, your meals on a keto plan should be like 20 grams of fat if you're a dude, you know, and, and, and you're trying to do this the right way. So what are you only eating two meals? I mean, you guys got to do some more reading or I guess ask me more questions and I'll keep talking about it. But you, you, like a lot of people like don't do these things the right, the right way. And then that they, they wonder why they don't get the results. Please read about ketogenic diets 
and and, and you're going to read a lot of shit that that is going to teach you to be like a slob basically like the bulletproof fucking <laughs> coffees and, and butter put a stick of butter in your coffee <laughs> you know who was doing that for a while gorilla chemist i was just gonna say just eat butter he was um he was living with me for a little while and it was kind of like my ex was getting angry because she was like our fucking house smells like bacon because he was eating like a pound of bacon and butter at all his meals he was like cooking his bacon and butter and then there was like a point where like i opened up the drawer in the in the, fr- the the refrigerator and all it was was pepperoni and bacon and i was like where did he find this one the fucking pepperoni bacon one like after a day or so i'd be like all right i'm done with all the fucking pepperoni you know um so just educate yourself was my that was my long answer for for go google some shit all righty go google that shit rider and then the next one says Booty question. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is the Stairmaster good to do after a booty workout? If so, for how long? I'm looking to build my booty more, so any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Building the booty? Building the booty. I have my exercises that I like the most. So a lot of girls, they do all these straight glute-based exercises, and they neglect proper execution of hamstring exercises, which will make your glutes fire more. So... An awesome exercise to incorporate into all your booty stuff is Romanian deadlifts with a little bit wider stance. You'll feel it all the way up into your butt. And what it does when you stimulate that imaginary tie-in area that everybody talks about, it's going to give you that bottom piece. You know, like everybody is focusing on building their butt and you see a lot of people that are like are building their butts, but that bottom piece where everything gets kind of like, it kind of like slides into your leg a little weak. A little sloppy. Like, I like when you see that 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 curve from the bottom that's, like, equal to the one on the top. That, oof. Um, that's the good That's the good stuff. That could get. Uh, like the one that Shelby has that from, from doing absolutely nothing at all. No, no disrespect, Shelby. Uh, but I don't even know if she's training her legs anymore. That's just genetics right there. But when you see that, that, that piece right there, you can. That piece. You can go after that a lot more aggressively by incorporating Romanian deadlifts into all the other stuff that you're doing. So I used to all, always make girls superset a Romanian deadlift with a wider stance with a dumbbell plie squat. You're just annihilating that area like specifically. Um, anything with a wide stance like that. So sumo deadlifts, sumo squats, plie squats, goblet squats, wide stance lunges. Um, I like to put girls in the Smith machine. Guys don't usually like doing stuff like this, although I used to do this stuff in, in my prep for my shows because I wanted my glutes to look better, is get in the Smith machine, put your feet a little farther forward because you obviously can't do that with a barbell. You'd fall down uh, and sit your booty deep, deep back into it. Um, you can do any kind of bridge exercise. You know, Any kind of thrust exercise is always going to work. Your glutes. I mean, I, I think it's kind of silly when I see girls doing like hip thrusts with like 400 pounds or like 315. Like, yeah, new PR and hip thrust. That just means you're strong, like exploding your hips forward. Like you're not going to build your butt better like that. Go on there and keep continuous tension on the hip thrust for like a set of 20. That'll that'll burn your ass a lot more than that. I was going to say, or if you like explode from the bottom and then slowly go down like 10 seconds yep. to get down keep, so that you're actually engaging those fibers. Keep keep the muscle engaged and, and under tension a lot more. Like I see a lot of girls, they're just like, you know, they get on the floor, they set up the camera, they roll the bar over and they do these explosive, like powerful hip thrusts, which yeah, you're going to, you're building 
power. Like if you decide to put on a strap on and start railing your boyfriend, you're going to get him good. That's probably you're what gonna you're going to get. Him that's good. what you're going to get out of that. You're not going to build your butt that much more. A lot of the girls that I see doing that don't even have good butts. And I know there's a lot of girls that are going to get upset with me now. However, I will say there are girls like Jenna Geary who has a huge ass that can hip thrust a lot, but she's probably stimulating her glutes on all kinds of exercises anyway. The real thing with it, with, with, with a hip thrust exercise, any kind of any bridging exercise, anything where you're taking the barbell off your back, it's really more to protect your spine than anything else. Like it's it's a way for people that have issues with their back to be able to still like get that power move in. Um, and I guess lately they've been debating whether or not it's actually even better than than back squats. Some people believe that it is, but the, training to build a muscle versus get strong is is way different. It's way different. So people think like, oh, I, I can squat a lot. That means I'm going to have a really big butt. It's, that's completely false. <clears throat> oh, so her actual question was, is the Stairmaster good to do after a booty workout? Yeah, I mean, it's not, there's no bad time to do it. It's just, you're just burning everything more and more. So I think a lot of people think that like, all right, well, the Stairmaster's hard. It works your butt, right? Like myself, when I do the Stairmaster, I feel it all in my quads. I don't even really feel it in my glutes. But people think that to get, um, you know, to get that like strided conditioning that you got to do this, the Stairmaster, that's just because it's the hardest. That's it. It's way harder. So you burn more calories, period. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I know a lot of people that are fat that do a lot of like Stairmaster because, you know, they're like, this is the best this for, is what for, you for do. getting ripped. But I also know people that look amazing that don't touch cardio. Nope. It's just. <laughs> If you want, if you like, I told Marissa, like, she wants to do more cardio. She feels like she's getting a little puffy. I'm like, just we have a, st a Stairmaster at our house because she's like, what should I do? I'm like, go on the Stairmaster. Let it puff. There's nothing else that, that is going to get you what you want as fast as you want is getting on that thing right there. Just do it for 20 minutes every day. Um, for me, I could do that, but I don't want to. So I'd rather be like, you know what? I'm going to take twice as long to get the same effect and talk to all you guys on cardio Q&A. I'm yep. cool with that. People say it all the time. They're like, why do you do cardio for an hour every day? And I'm like, because I don't want to do 20 minutes on the step now. You know, so I don't want to go on that goddamn thing at all. Something that I think really needs to be said about any cardio equipment at the gym and specifically because I have had to talk to my girlfriend about this multiple times and I still kind of don't really think she gets it, but it doesn't matter how long you are on any one of those machines, whether it's the treadmill or the Stairmaster or the elliptical or whatever amazing new technology machine they have at your gym that tells you what's going to burn the fat, the fastest, blah, 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 whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're on it for 10 minutes or an hour, if you're not actually pushing yourself. So you can sit on the Stairmaster, you can sit on the treadmill for 45 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour and 50 minutes, three hours. But if you're only walking at the same pace that you normally walk through the mall at or whatever it is, you're kind of just adding another like yeah. trip around the mall yep. to your day, which isn't burning shit for fat for you. And you're really honestly just wasting your time. You could burn way more fat if you would just go and lift weights and really push yourself instead of sitting on the treadmill or the Stairmaster, boring yourself to absolute fucking death listening to whatever podcast, probably this one that you do while you're fucking dreading your cardio that you hate so much because you don't need to do it for that long if you really 
need to do cardio, you need to do it really hard, really intensely for 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes at the max, depending on what your, your results are. But there's no reason for you to be sitting on any cardio equipment at the gym for more than 30 minutes every day, because that means you're not doing something. You're, you're either not really doing cardio, you're texting too much, you're, yep. you're whatever it is. But when you're doing cardio, if you have that much time, like when PJ does the the cardio Q and a, like he just said, if he was actually efficiently trying to get some shit done, he would just be on the stairmaster, not talking to anybody on his phone. Cause that's not what cardio is mm -hmm. for. Like people try to supplement that shit and it's not, that's you're not getting done what you need to get done. You're telling yourself, Oh, I can go and tell my friends or whoever I did an hour of cardio today, but you really only burned 50 calories. Well, what the fuck was that for? You just wasted an hour. Like I, I, uh, sometimes when I'm in a jam and I, I still want to like, if I have something going on, like a photo shoot or something where I want to get like, my cardio in and, and like get something out of it is that those are the ones where you guys don't see me because it just goes super hard on like the summit trainer or the step mill. And there's just no way I could, I could talk to you guys and do it the same way and still push myself that hard. By the time you're done with it, you're like, yeah. Ugh, uh, you're dripping sweat and you can't talk to anybody. So if you can actively talk through your entire cardio, bless you. And it doesn't matter. Then you're probably not pushing yourself. Yep. All right. Next one says, Hey PJ, my name is Brennan. I'm a huge fan of Blackstone Labs. Just a quick question. How long do you suggest running Chosen One and Superstrawl? I'm on a cut and I want to stack them together. I'll be using PCT5 afterwards and eradicate during. Thank you in advance. And thanks for all the videos and supplements. Use them for the entire duration of your cut. They're going to help you the whole time. Whether yep. it's 8 weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, just stay on them the whole time. And you want to get super cut at the end, use Letro XT for the last 30 days. A lot of uh, pro hormone questions today. Lots of pro hormone questions today. Marissa keeps on texting me. Babe, I know you don't listen to the radio show, but I'm not answering because I am on the podcast. Uh, yeah, Tara's texting me too. <laughs> maybe um, they're together. Oh, they are? No, maybe. No, I think they are. I think they said they were going to go to Nakava. Uh, that's why. All right. Next one says... First time using any SARM, wondering how to stack it and what to stack it with, how to come off of my cycle if I do the i am stacking abnormal and brutal force together what product do i need after six weeks cycle to come off pct5 and or apex male together i mean i think it's you're better off taking them together personally but if you're if you're not then just take i don't know just take the pct5 and and you should be fine in four weeks as we always tell everybody you know like it's the best thing to do when you come off is definitely take pct5 i'm not promising you that you're going to feel awesome and that you're going to keep all your gains, but it's way better than not taking it. So don't guys, don't just stop taking the pro hormones. I'm telling you they're stronger than, than, than all your idiot friends that say pro hormones don't work. They're stronger. Than they're that. stronger than they I think. promise you. Yeah. No, I, you know, working everyone's like, Oh, I remember the good pro hormones and like, yeah, over the years there's been some strong shit, but it's, they're not even pro hormones. They're steroids that, that get, they get banned. They're now called steroids, you know? So like, these pro hormones should stay legal because they're DHEA based. And unless there's some crazy like amendment made to the, you know, to, to the, well, the designer hormone bill made a bunch of these things now steroids, but unless there's some new addition to, you know, the congressional, uh, you know, decision on, on this stuff, they should be good forever. Um, but if they are banned, they'll be now called, you know, steroids too. So it's like, you're just basically getting the new legal steroids, I suppose. So, you know, don't take them lightly. All right. Getting down to the last two. 
It says, hi, PJ. I'm new to the podcast, but I'm an avid fan of BSL products. I'm stacking Arson, Trojan Horse, Recomp RX, and on a six-week program in an attempt to lean out as much as possible before switching gears to Halo Elite and lifting heavy. While my current focus is primarily on cardio and bodyweight exercises four times a week on a caloric deficit, I want to be careful to maintain... I want to be careful to maintain any lean mass. I'm consuming one gram of protein per pound of body weight and lifting heavy one day a week, one active recovery day, and one full rest day. For what it's worth, I'm 35 years old, male, 6'1", 208 pounds, limiting myself to 2,000 calories a day and practicing one prolonged fast for 24 plus hours on my rest day. Are these good practices for someone interested in losing weight but keeping muscle? P.S. Love seeing your pets on Instagram. Pets rule, boobs rule. Have a great day. Thanks, (laughs) Nathan. That's awesome. Uh, you're yeah. doing a, a very good job. That's a really good, well-thought-out protocol. It's a little aggressive, though, and I'm okay with that because I'm a little aggressive. Some, some would say I'm a lot aggressive. Um, but my whole thing is if, if you tell me that if I can get like the results that I need in, in 90 days, right? I'm just like, well, give me the 30-day plan. That's the one I want. Can we do it in six? <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know right <laughs> off the bat. Is can we do this in six? <laughs> Give me that one, because I always what I always tell people. There's a lot of like, I mean, let's just let's just call a spade a spade. There's a lot of pussies out there, right? So I personally feel like there is nothing that I can't do for thirty days. Like if you're like, listen, I need you to do four hours of cardio a day. Like I need you to do four hours of cardio a day, but you're gonna get exactly what you want. And I'm, if, I, if my answer to that is, all right, well, how long do I have to do it for? And you're like, 30 days. I'm like, all right, it'll be a sucky month, but I can do it. Now, you tell me how to do that for like three months, six months. I'm going to be like, oh, I do not want to do that shit. Yeah. No. Hell no. So nowadays, guys, when I do my extreme things that I do, the most extreme part for me is always 30 days. So if, like, if we're going to do like a, a beat PJ and, and you guys are going to have 16 weeks or 12 weeks to do it, I'm going to participate in with you guys the whole time. I'm going to push myself. And then there's going to be like the four week out. We got four weeks left in the BPJ. And that's when I'm going to freaking go all out because in my head, I know I can do anything for 30 days. There's nothing that's, that's that bad. Now I don't want to go lock myself up for 30 days. You know, I don't want to do 30 days in jail. I'm sure I'll be pretty fucking bored in there. Um, but it's still only 30 days, you know? It's, it's still only 30 days. It's not a lot of commitment to the suck, as they say. So what he is doing is pretty strict. The full day fast, that's pretty strict. A lot of people aren't going to want to do that. I can do that. I actually did that in the BPJ. But to me, it's like I always look at it as, well, I'm, I'm in increasing the the speed that I'm getting my results. You know, a lot of people like to do things slow and steady, and I respect that. That's usually the safer way to go. Far less things can go wrong. If you're going slow and steady, like if there were no police around at all and there weren't any, any rules and you're like, all right, well, you're going to drive over to my house. You could do it the right way and just cruise on over there. Or if you could go there and warp speed and be like, Hey, I'm at your house now. Like, I think most people for the most part would want that. You know, then there's those people that are like, Nope, that's dangerous. Don't do it. You could crash. Wheels could fall off. And yeah, there's a lot more. (laughs) This is such a funny analogy. There's a, a lot more things that could happen when you're going real fast. But you'll still get done. You'll still, still get, get before done before everybody else. Yep. You'd be waiting at the next red light looking at your watch <laughs> while that next motherfucker is still trying to downshift. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth. All right. Next one says, last one. 
BJ and Josh, hope all is well, fellas. Still love being part of the Legion. Keep that up. My question is about creatine and what you know about it. I've watched many videos and read a lot about using it. Apparently the most researched supplement next to protein. I was curious your opinion. Is it worth my time? When and how should I take it? I heard about a loading phase to saturate your muscles with it and then go into a maintenance phase. Any advice would be much appreciated. You guys are awesome. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Thanks again for everything. Brash9589. Oh, Brash. So for starters, I just want to say I love when people ask about creatine. I think it's like great. To me, like asking about creatine in this day and age, it's kind of like asking somebody about like, like lights. Like, so you're telling me. I flip this switch. And the lights come on. And it stays on? This has been around for a while? In different colors? Huh. How about that? And off is <laughs> just off. Tell me more about this Thomas Edison. How long should I use a light for a day? <laughs> so creatine is the OG supplement. That's it. In fact, creatine, when I started. In fact, most people don't know this, but testosterone is derived from creatine. <laughs> That's so when I started as a 13 year old, we were buying creatine and, uh, but the good stuff from back in the day, the real creatine, the real creatine. Yeah. yeah not that <laughs> bullshit. Not this bullshit. Doesn't work. Creatine. <laughs> Our creatine put 12 inches on my arms in a week. <laughs> uh, when I was using creatine in high school, they actually spoke to my mom about it and they were concerned for my safety and that I was like fucking with my hormones. I was like, it's fucking creatine. It's found naturally occurring in red meat. I've done my studies for a 13-year-old. So I'll give you guys the breakdown, the quick breakdown of creatine. So creatine, the first creatine that we saw that I know of was introduced by EAS, which was the first like pioneer in the supplement industry. Bill Phillips did it first, and he did it right, and he cashed out for $500 million, which is crazy, flying around in helicopters and shit. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind to get myself to that point, but I don't have creatine, so... <laughs> I don't even have creatine. Man, so, think about that. Uh, creatine is naturally occurring in red meat. The problem is there's very small amounts of it. So in order for you to get a five gram serving of creatine, which is a teaspoon of creatine, right? Just good old fashioned creatine monohydrate. You would have to eat a kilogram of red meat. So that's 2.2 pounds of red meat. So I would actually rather eat 2.2 pounds of red meat than just take a, a spoonful of creatine personally. But most of you are not going to want to eat 2.2 pounds of red meat. It's a big steak. So um, they found a way to derive it out of this red meat and powder it up. And now you got yourself some creatine monohydrate. Now, if I get into explaining what it does to ATP and the Krebs cycle and all these things, you're going to be like, what the fuck kind of space age science is this? I just want to get stronger in the gym. And bigger. So I'll explain to you in a super layman sense, basically the way that, that creatine works. Creatine is going to make your muscles more explosive. So what that means is when you're in the gym and you're pushing heavier weights for shorter amounts of time, the buildup of creatine in the muscle, it's going to keep it saturated with water and it's going to make it fire very aggressively. And because of that, it's definitely awesome for strength, which most people equate to building muscles. There's lots of, of theory that suggests that. So you're not going to run faster from it. You're not going to necessarily lose weight from it or any of those things. But in explosive settings like powerlifting or even, you know, hypertrophy-based training when you're going in like an 8 to 10 rep range, there's plenty of study that supports, supports how well 
that it works. Now, in higher doses, it can be a little bit aggressive on the kidneys, uh, but it's not going to like wreck you the way that like booze will, you know, or like taking a shitload of Advil. The booze. Uh, um, <laughs> so the way that I typically suggest people use creatine and it's, listen, whether you're natural or not natural, you'll get good results from creatine. Now, there's a lot of scientists that will say that this next statement is very assholey. But in my opinion, you can get pretty similar effects by just salting the hell out of your food. Um, in, an, in essence, creatine works a lot like a salt. So this is why I don't think it's necessary to buy the fancy expensive creatines. Um, I've actually heard Dave Palumbo talk about this on his podcast as well. Creatine monohydrate, in my opinion, works just the same. You have to take a little bit more of it. Uh, but it's also inexpensive. So there used to be this phase called the loading phase that you loaded up. You would do like 20 grams a day or 25 grams a day for like a week or something. And then you, you go back down into the regular dose. Well, as the years have gone by, they have said that that loading phase doesn't really do anything for you. So the way that I tell people to do it is just take it after you work out. Five grams of creatine after you work out. People are like, well, why would I take it after my workout? I want to be stronger before my workout. And this is the way that it works. When you take things in post-workout, they're absorbed really well. So this creatine gets absorbed highly efficiently after you train and you start building it up in your system. And it just stays in there working your muscles and you'll be more explosive. They usually say that to get the most out of your program with what you're doing on creatine, that you're going to use it for 8, 10, or even 12 weeks, followed by an off phase where your body gets used to being off of it. And it's also a little bit of a break on your kidneys. But I will also tell you that with all the bad things that there are out there in this world, all the things that you can do to fuck yourself up, it's highly unlikely that you're going to screw yourself up taking a teaspoon of creatine after your workouts every day. So I don't see a reason to not keep it in there all the time. I also don't necessarily feel that it is something that is necessary to make good gains in the gym. I will tell you this. If you're trying to stay as natural as possible, you don't want to mess with shit but you're okay with trying creatine, you'll definitely like it. You'll absolutely like it and you'll get good results. If you're somebody that's like, well, I want to try Methaquad or I want to do this, want to do that, you're going to probably be disappointed with creatine. Now, I will tell you, I actually did use creatine uh, when I was competing, but I did it specifically with insulin. Now, you want to get more into the sciencey nerdy stuff. I find that insulin with a very fast digesting carbohydrate shuttles creatine into your muscles extremely efficiently and you get a much, much different kind of explosiveness when you're training in the gym. And we have a product called Formula 19. I'll give you the, the cheaper way to do this whole thing is you're going to get yourself some Formula 19, get yourself some glycolog, and get yourself some regular creatine monohydrate. When you finish your workouts... Ladies, you can do one scoop. Guys, I suggest two. Ladies, if you're a hard gainer, you can do two. Guys, if you're a hard gainer, you can do up to four like I was doing, right? So that's 100 grams of carbs if you do four. Add in a teaspoon, a good old heaping teaspoon of your creatine monohydrate to your Formula 19. Drink it as soon as you're done working out with your glycolog. You will absolutely appreciate the results that you get from that. That's I, I thought about putting creatine into formula 19 because my formula, my original formula had creatine. The reason that I took it out is because so many fucking people look at creatine. And they're like, Oh, I don't want to hold water. Can't do it. Can't it's going to make it. me blow. Nope. I'll eat McDonald's for sure on Thursdays. Can't do it. That's my McDonald's cheat day, but I will absolutely not take creatine. It's why creatine's not in our pre-workouts too. It's going to make me blow. 
uh, there was all these girls back in the days that went on the pre-workout with creatine bloat fucking kick. My neck gets all watery when I take <laughs> creatine. So I had a lady yesterday. Your fucking head is watery. I know this lady's not going to listen to my podcast, so I'm just going to blast her a little bit. So there was a woman at my house the other day, and she was like, you know, I was looking at your supplements, but I had to take isogenics instead. I was like, oh, not the brand that usually people go with instead of Blackstone Labs, but a do tell. And she was like, well, I noticed that you use a lot of artificial flavoring. And sweeteners. Mm. Mm. And I was like, well, are there anything that, that are particularly bothering you? And she goes, well, I cannot have anything that is similar to sweet and low or aspartame or this Sucralose and that. Sucralose. Sucralose, yes. So, and I was like, huh. So the isogenics ones don't have those? And she's like, no, they're sweetened with stevia. I was like, do you know why? Because it's very, very easy to make nothing taste a little sweet with stevia. But when you actually have the high doses of ingredients in there, stevia isn't going to make them taste good. Because most of these things, when you're in the right efficacious doses, don't taste good. So you got to put some sweet shit in there. Otherwise, nobody's going to want to drink it. So what do I want to do, guys? Put something out that no one's going to want to drink. But guess what? It's sweetened with stevia, which is healthy. Or put, put something out that's like, all right, well, this tastes good. I'm going to want to drink it every day, even though it has fucking stevia. Or not stevia, excuse me, sucralose. Whatever artificial sweetener you want to do. So then there's people that will be like, oh, well, why don't you just try monk fruit? We use monk fruit in a product. That's our juiced up. But that's also not going to make these shitty ass things that taste like dirt taste in a way that people are want to drink them. So I always ask these people. It's like adding sugar to mud. I love asking these people this one question. Do you drink alcohol? Because almost everybody drinks alcohol. Or has. Yeah. Some people like me don't anymore because they fucking went hard. I drank enough in those couple of years for the rest of my life. Um, months. So when I usually ask people, like, do you drink alcohol? And they're like, yeah. And they get really confused. And I'm like, well, just so you know, that alcohol that you drink is wrecking you way worse than sucralose. Not even close. Not even close. There's not even a, to compare what sucralose does to you versus alcohol. It'd be like comparing like me flicking your nose to me hitting you in the face with a baseball bat. Not even fucking close. Uh, but hey, sucralose has been linked to cancer. I don't like getting flicked in the nose. That's the new thing. Like, oh well, do you know that like sucralose has been linked to cancer? I'm like. Oh, you don't say. Alcohol has been linked to liver failure, brain cancer, brain damage, every other kind of fucked up thing that you could think of. But you can go get fucked up all the time, have a great time with the girls, and not think shit about it, even though you're feeling horrible the next day. I've never met anyone that drank sucralose, and the next day was like, holy shit. I can't wait till next weekend to drink more sucralose. <laughs> I'm hurting now, but next weekend we're going to get back into that sucralose game again. We were standing on top of the benches at the gym swinging around our protein. It's just like, dude, come on. Put things into perspective, guys. Please don't come at me with that unhealthy sucralose shit. The carbon monoxide in the air is probably worse for you than the sucralose. The Tylenol that you take when you have a headache is worse for you than sucralose. You're taking Advil and things like that that are making your insides bleed. That's definitely bad for you. If your insides had a voice, they'd be like, please give me some sucralose. What, yeah, what's worse? Your organs bleeding or retaining a, a little film of water the next day? How big is the film? I know. That's the thing that I would say, too. <laughs> you can't see me bleeding on the inside. Nobody even How knows big is that. the film? No one even knows about that. Yeah. I could probably bleed forever on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going to tell me I'm going to have a film forever, that's kind of detrimental. <laughs> Shit. That's just, there you go. That, that's what God. puts it all into perspective right there. I can bleed a little. 
Let's go look at my Ferrari. A film, though. That's insane. No, fuck that. All right, yeah, Ferrari time. We're going to end this like we always do with a peace out. Bye.